redo this. We're gonna redo this. We're gonna redo this. Dude, oh, no. I lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we'll search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform a response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Kolpa by Keen's Kaleidoscope. Oh my goodness, welcome in. I'm having a hard time even getting started here. Uh, Welcome back, Tyler. Hola. Tyler's back, folks. Uh, We are glad to have him, but uh, we are slightly (laughs) less put together right now because... Colin, how are you doing? Doing all right. Doing We're well. Episode number four. Uh, so it's good to be back. Good to be here. We got another week. We're at uh, we're spring breaking it down here. I don't know about you guys, but I'm uh, I'm enjoying the week off. Just Tim. Nobody <laughs> else spring breaking except Tim. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. I haven't had a spring break since I was in high school. Maybe. Mm. Going to the beach tomorrow, baby. Are you really? Yeah. So I'm the only one who's not getting a spring break. <laughs> Technically, my spring break is not until class is almost over. Go figure that one out. We have, like, our semester is 16 weeks. Uh, the way it's set up, we have 10 weeks of class, spring break, and then four weeks of class. That's only 14. Well, add in spring break, that's 15. Okay. And there's one other week that's in there that they had like a missions conference oh. or something. So. <laughs> I was like, I'm not yeah. that good at math, but I can add up that to be 14. <laughs> All right, now, hating on this homeschooled education. <laughs> I went to public school, so. That's <laughs> right. That tell you? That's right. Tyler can't hit on, hit on. <laughs> I can do that one. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? We just get all out of whack um tyler can't hate on homeschoolers because he never uh, partook of the goodness that is homeschooling True. and the uh you know hanging out in pajamas all day sitting on your couch watching cartoons and reading a couple books and being done with school i was at public school developing social skills that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's why we started the podcast what, what kind of social skills are we talking about here good ones or bad ones <clears throat> my expansive vocabulary that I have. True. Uh, uh, just just so everybody knows, since this is now a weekly occurrence, uh, just a mental picture of what Tyler's doing right now. Uh, we're sitting around a round table. He's got his feet kicked up on the table, uh, no shoes, and he is rocking the llama socks. Llama. Colin likes my llamas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do look very warm and fuzzy. You want to pet my foot? I think I'm good, really. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, uh, this segment is sponsored by Llama Socks International. International. <laughs> For only $46 a month, you can sponsor a llama and keep yeah. them out of the sock factory. <laughs> oh, that's right. But but in all fairness, right, your socks are made from their wool, not this their bodies. True. This is true. But the steaks are made out of their bodies. 
That's true. And we're not eating llama steaks, so we're good there. That's true. Uh, so <laughs> I do not want an email from all those PETA folks uh, about our llama hate. <laughs> oh, anyway, what are we doing today? Uh, People eating tasty alpacas. Oh, that was a good one. I've got a fantastic story that I would love to tell right now, but I don't know if I don't know if I should. I think you should. We should just skip and the game digress. and listen to your story. <clears throat> All right, so we're in Gatlinburg, right? And uh, there was this, uh, I don't know, it was one of those shops that you go into, and they had PETA shirts. And underneath the big P-E-T-A, it said, People Eating Tasty Animals. I was like, that is an awesome shirt. I love me some hamburger, you know, a little bit of a deer jerky. Meat. Meat. Arby's. We have the meats. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, so I was like, I love that shirt. I've got to have it. So I bought the shirt, uh, bring it back home. Well, fast forward a couple of years, and uh, my then-girlfriend, who is now my wife, uh, is her birthday, and so we go to the zoo. <laughs> Any guesses as to what shirt I pulled out of the closet? Peter. <laughs> I was totally rocking the people eating tasty animals shirt <laughs> at the Birmingham Zoo. You know, Tim, I've actually told that story to at least 50 people. <laughs> like, that is one of my top five favorite stories of all time. I, you know, in my defense, it was kind of cold that day, so I just got up, threw on a t-shirt, and put a jacket on and had no idea what my t-shirt said. Uh, but boy, when it got hot at the zoo and I was standing in front of the elephant, you know, enclosure and I took the jacket off, (laughs) watch out, boy, everybody in that zoo knew where I was. (laughs) It was almost worse than when you take like a a church youth group down to a foreign country and they're all wearing the same neon green shirts that say, you know, I'm here to serve. I got in trouble last time I talked about foreign mission trips and youth groups, so I'm going to be quiet. We did bring that up at our, uh, we had a late night session, which is uh, here in our student ministry. Uh, once a month, we uh, we meet uh, later than our regular uh, 8.30 ending time for the older kids. And that actually came up. We were talking about <coughs> Tyler's reference to margaritas in a student podcast. So, Roll Tide. Uh, anyway, all right, so here's what we can do. We can talk uh, Marvel Comics. We can talk April the Giraffe, speaking of zoos. and nah, we better – nah, let's skip that one. <laughs> I'm going to cut that one right now. Uh, all right, so Marvel Comics. Uh, I found a story on climate change that's, that's kind of interesting. So we can go there, or we can go round two of Fluent Grace Games. I'm going to let you all pick today. Marvel. Marvel, I'm in. Marvel. How appropriate with the new movie just dropping. That is. Did you watch the new movie? I have not. Nope. I know very little about the new movie. Um, other than it's pretty popular. Uh, we have a bunch of our students that went to see it like day one. I'm just saying Wonder Woman's better. So, just saying. Debatable. You know, I'm not going to debate you on that because I, I have no seen clue. The, I have no, no clue. just seems more cool i don't know in my mind <laughs> that was a good movie though i did watch wonder woman <laughs> but wonder woman's not marvel right wonder woman's dc dc where good comics are made but anyways yeah anyway so you know we're talking different different categories here but here's the question though uh in thinking of marvel comics i printed out the list of 
56 Marvel movies that have been made. Whoa. Any yeah. guesses as to the number one grossing movie? Number I'm going to go with Marvel The Avengers. The Avengers? You're close. You're number two. Ooh, I'll take number two. Actually, I'm the uh, first number loser. two and number three, right? Uh, Infinity War was number two. Yeah. $678 million. That's a couple of dollars. Marvel's The Avengers, which I'm assuming is just the original. Yeah. I was going to say uh, Deadpool for all those really depraved listeners out there who support that movie. But I don't think it's number one. It's not. It's it's number 10. Number 10, where it sh- should rightfully be at the end of the list. <laughs> of 56? <laughs> Let's see. Um, yeah, Deadpool 10, 56, <laughs> same, same difference. Public school Black education. Panther. I'm going Black Panther. Black Panther. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. You just won a million dollars. Yeah, because seven hundred fifty-nine million dollars. He's everything that an awesome superhero is. It was. Uh, I looked at a number of different uh, reviews, Marvel comic movies. Far and away, Black Panther just smoked every other movie. I haven't even seen it yet. Homework. Wow. Colin. Wow, Colin. Black Panther. <laughs> I'm sure you can find it on Netflix or at the library. iTunes. I still that go there. rents movies <laughs> from the library. library. Homeschoolers, people. <laughs> Homeschoolers. Do you have a library card? Heck yeah, I got a library card. Oh my goodness. I don't remember the last time I looked at a library card. All I know is I went in there about, no lie, about a month ago, and I like got some DVDs that you can't find on any of Netflix or whatever, and I went up there and I handed them my library card, and they were like, you're going to need to renew your library card. And I was like, okay, how do I do that? They were like, oh, I just got to click this button here. I was like, so really, you did nothing. Yeah, I like, what is that even? <laughs> what uh, what kind of DVDs are you checking out? Well, I got Air some quotes. older war movies. Cause I'm a, John Wayne? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Duke. Tyler, if you were to go check out a DVD right now, who would it be? <laughs> I'm not sure, Tim. I'm not <laughs> sure what I would check out. All right, let's take it back a little farther, right? Blockbuster. Blockbuster, baby. That's I can remember Friday going in Blockbuster. Go I was like five or six. Yeah. yeah. I I think I went in Blockbuster like twice. And one of those times was when it was closing and everything was for sale. <laughs> I didn't rent like movies. I would go for like N64 video games. They had those? Maybe? Like James Bond. Oh, yeah. At Blockbuster? I'm pretty sure. You are so old. For real. <laughs> Still smoke you in one of those uh, Fluent Grace games. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> I'd be curious to know if anybody listening to this actually knows what a Blockbuster is. Mm, I actually heard something the other day that there is one remaining Blockbuster in the country. Wow. Somewhere in Oregon. All the, uh, <coughs> the margarita drinkers out there that... Picked up on that last time. Those will be blockbuster, the blockbuster knowers. Yeah. They would know a blockbuster. Yeah. <clears throat> I hear you. Well, yeah. So uh, the new Captain Marvel um, movie comes into the picture at number thirty-eight on the list. Oh, mm. one hundred fifty-three million opening. Uh, Week. It's opening weekend. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But check this out. There was something on this list that I thought was a little out of place. Uh, so this is a list of Marvel, like superhero movies, right? 
Coming in at number 53. <laughs> Closer to the bottom. Real close to the bottom, right? Howard the Duck. I've never even heard of that. Howard the Duck. It's a Marvel movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was made. I gotta Google this. <laughs> it was made August the 1st, 1986, which was one year before I was born. <laughs> Talk about a glow up. <laughs> they went in, from though. Howard the Duck to all these cool <laughs> Avengers. Black Panther, <laughs> yeah, right? like, you know. Black Panther is just a remake of Howard the Duck. It's just got cooler. Just people. really cool graphics yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> made a lot more money though too. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Howard <laughs> the Duck. It looks like Collins bit <laughs> Does it really look that bad? <laughs> Dude, if we can get sixteen mil for your. <laughs> Pretty good. That's pretty good. If you're listening to this podcast, Google Howard the Duck images. Better yet, go see if you can find a trailer for it. Well, I don't know. I better not say that. I bet I they not. have the movie at the library. <laughs> I do. Colin's second piece of homework. Go rent Howard the Duck. Let us know if it's worth watching. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Howard the Duck brought in $16 million. So... That uh, beautiful face over there. <laughs> the question on Google Images of Howard the Duck, will Thanos kill Howard the Duck in Infinity War? <laughs> Did the duck become dust? That's the the new question. Just wait till they come out with Howard the Duck 2. PETA is going to be triggered if Thanos got Howard oh, the Duck. Oh, buddy. We're back to PETA. We should probably uh, move on before we digress again. That's true. Somebody's going to send us an email, and it's it's uh, it's not going to be good. I'm going to have to respond nicely to it. So, Anyway, so here we go. Here's our question. Uh, this was submitted, again, uh, in our student mystery here probably a few months ago. It's a great question, especially related to uh, students, um, students who are wanting to follow Christ. The question is this. How can you listen to God if you don't know what he sounds like? Also, uh, how can you discern what is God speaking versus what is you? How about that for a That's a good one. It's a pretty loaded question. Yep. I think uh, what I would first dive into it with would be uh, we have to be active in our listening. Um, so we can't, you know, the same way that I can't hear Tim talking if I'm hiding under a rock. I can't hear God talking to me. I'm sure not going to yell at you. Yeah, no, nah, no way. I can't hear God talking to me if I'm, you know, for you know, lack of better terms, running away from him or if I'm uh, just doing my own thing. I have to be in his word, and that is God talking to us because it is the word of God. So, While at the same time, uh, yes, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. However... Jonah did run away from God. God yeah. found a way to talk to him. There you go. So he may be in the belly of a fish, but... <clears throat> he will find you. He will. Or maybe he will put you in a fish. That's right. So that you can't run away anymore. Actually, he doesn't have to find you. He knows where you are. He's just sitting there watching like the... Uh, right, everybody's got an iPhone, has that little find my iPhone deal to where if it gets lost and you have another device, you can watch where your iPhone goes. <laughs> Find the Silver <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Not podcast, app. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a heavenly app that's called Find the Unrepentant 
center that's wandering aimlessly around there. I do, though, you know, I think that's a great uh, great point in um, just looking at the Word of God. Uh, Mark Driscoll says this. My boy. Yeah. I actually went to one of his services a couple years ago. It was solid. Good times. He's a stud, man. Yeah. Anyway, so he said this. Uh, Every word of God is a word from God. If you want to hear a word from God, start reading the word of God. Oh, my goodness. What a thought. How about that? What a thought. Boom. We got quite a few pages of inspired words given to us directly from God himself. John 1.1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Yep, yep. Um, uh, what's it? Ah, we were debating this last week. All right, Tyler, since you're here, maybe you can answer this question. First Timothy or Second Timothy three sixteen? Second. Second. All right. I think we said first. I think we said first. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Second uh, Timothy three sixteen. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Um, so yeah, uh, the Word of God is uh, is step number one. Right. If you are not ever in Scripture, I would go out on a limb and say, short of uh, God pursuing you as he did Jonah in the fish, um, you're not going to be able to hear God very well. That's true. I think on a practical level, too, um, when I think of hearing from the Lord, so like when you turn your, from a very practical illustration, when you turn your car radio on AM, if you've ever done that before. Rarely. You hear, if you're lucky, you might get some uh, football game going on in Nebraska or something, something really random. But most of the time when you turn on AM, you're going to get something like, (laughs) which I can't wait to hear this on the podcast, what that sounded like. But I just wonder how many folks turned off the podcast right when you started doing that. Oh, yeah, probably. But anyways, you get a thing called static. And I think that's a problem in a lot of our lives. Uh, We have a lot of static. And so what I mean by that, we have the static of social media. We have the static of the Internet. We have the static of TV. We have the static of Marvel movies. We have the static of boyfriends and girlfriends and spouses. We have the static of jobs, the static of hanging out at coffee shops, whatever. You know, all the static in our lives. And I think of the psalmist in Psalm 46. You, you see that you see this verse all over the place to be still and know that I'm God. And so what does it look like for us to truly be still? Because the Lord, yeah, the Lord's in the busyness and in the static. He's definitely in those things. But if you if you want to really hear from him, maybe you just need to get away and get out of the static. Well, and it's like um, that idea of being still, I think a lot of times we hear that and we think something that is passive. But it's not that at all. You know, going back to Colin's point, it's an active being still. That's right. Because uh, it's not, it doesn't say uh, be still and take a nap or be still and sit on the beach or be still and, you know, do any of these other things that we typically think of when we want to be still. Uh, but it says to then know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an active, uh, intentional, I have to know in the stillness that God is God. That's right. And I think, you know, it starts 
um, with knowing that you are in God, you are a firm believer in God, you are one of His. Uh, in John ten twenty seven, it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. So although, you know, God might have a hundred sheep, the shepherd's looking after a hundred of them, one goes astray, he's going to come after you, like Tim was talking about earlier. But at the same time, we, as the sheep, we hear the shepherd's voice, and he knows, or we know that he is our shepherd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what about, let me throw this out there. I think a lot of times, again, especially in, in student circles, and uh, we get this weird idea that hearing God is... Morgan, hearing Morgan Freeman... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, we're we're laying in bed, and all of a sudden, Morgan Freeman comes on the you know bedroom intercom and says, "Charlie, go witness in Africa." You know, and so well, all right, there we go. That was obviously God sounding like Morgan Freeman, so I better go obey. Um, has that ever happened to y'all? I've never experienced Morgan Freeman in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said I wish until uh, Colin added that element into it. So I, I do not wish for Morgan Freeman in my bedroom. But it would be cool to, to hear the Lord in a visible. I mean, not in a <laughs> Hear the Lord visibly. Hear the Lord audibly speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, that would be pretty awesome. But, you know, same. Uh, I've never heard God like that. With me, I can speak from for myself and so when I feel like the Lord has spoken to me it's been through first and foremost through the grace of the Holy Spirit for as believers Ephesians 2 promises not Ephesians 2 Ephesians 1 promises that we're given the promised Holy Spirit as believers and so that's kind of what the Spirit does in our life he nudges us and pushes us and I think that's one of the graces and how we hear from the Lord is this indwelling God in us pushing us but how are we to know what is God pushing us versus anything else? The only way we know that is if we know Scripture. Hey, that's a good thought. Whoa. Yeah. So, you know, we think, you know, all these things uh, that we hear, well, maybe this is God, or maybe this is God, and we wonder about it. Well, here's an easy solution to wondering if this is God or not. Read Scripture. That's and right. the more mm-hmm. you know Scripture, the m- easily, the more easily— uh, you'll be able to recognize um, if it is the prompting of the Holy Spirit versus some of these other distractions we're talking about just influencing uh, your mind and heart. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing that that I've experienced in um, you know listening to God or waiting, a uh, time of waiting to hear from God, is uh, you know while I'm waiting, I'm not just sitting there looking at the clock. Uh, I'm still going about my everyday life. And God reveals his answers through everyday life. Um, you know, for example, I prayed really hard about where I wanted to go to school, where I wanted to go to college. And I really didn't know. Um, but then just through uh, other people who I really trusted, who I looked up to, who mentored me, um, who mentioned this one school, um, you know, it was on my list. And that was where I ended up going because, you know, I think that, is a way that God is able to answer some of our prayers is just uh, through everyday life. Absolutely. And I think we also, too, Tim, to answer your question, we have to be careful um, with 
trying to think of the best way to say this. Saying things like, God told me. Oh, yeah. That's one of my biggest pet peeves is some somebody will come to me and be like, well, God told me. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. Pump those brakes. Before the heresy yep. comes out of your mouth, let's just hold up, okay, for a second. <laughs> yep. So first and foremost, God has already told us through his word. Mm-hmm. And so if anything that you say comes out of your mouth, God told me, and it doesn't line up with scripture, I know that's poop emoji, okay? I know that's some garbage. <laughs> so we need to be careful um, in I think that, I think it's, we should point that out, and we need to be careful yeah, in what we say. Well, God told me, or the Lord is telling me to do this. Does it line with Scripture? If yes, maybe. Yeah. If not, no. Yeah. That's your own agenda. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, we've thrown out uh, John Piper on here before and talked about him. He got he has this article where basically he's he's recounting a time where the Lord just spoke to him. Uh, in his heart, in his spirit, uh, very clearly. Um, you know, just multiple things uh, that, the, that the Lord was communicating to him. And what he realized was this. Um, he says this in the article. Uh, it has increased my love for the Bible as God's word because it was through the Bible that I heard these divine words, and through the Bible I have experiences like this almost every day. So what he's saying is that these different things that the Holy Spirit impressed upon him, it was the very words of Scripture uh, that God was using in his life at that particular time. It wasn't some random new thing that was um, 100% unique to John Piper. It was Scripture that God had said in his word um, that the Holy Spirit was using uh, in that communication. Which is super cool because what that means is that God can say the same things as he spoke to John Piper. He can say the same stuff to me. Um, the things that he spoke to Paul, right? The most, we were talking about superheroes earlier, right? If we were going to rank superheroes in the Bible, Paul would be up there. Uh, the same things that he's talking to Paul about, well, he's communicating that to me as well. So that's that's super cool, super encouraging. Um it's not just one of these uber spiritual, you know, out of body experiences that's, let's be honest, that just gets a little weird. And honestly, I think in Christian circles, we tend to over spiritualize a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would highly recommend anybody reading this podcast to go read the book called Just Do Something by Kevin DeYoung. It is a phenomenal book. And the whole premise of the book is this. So we, we are quick to be like, Lord, what do you want me to do? What's your What's your will for my life? How many people have ever asked that? What's your will? Maybe his will for you is to just go do something and to mm-hmm. glorify him in it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be this super, he doesn't have to part the sky and write your name with a Sharpie marker, you know? Yep. Amen. He doesn't have to highlight the college, you know, with a big, bold Sharpie, mm-hmm. you know? Just but once you go to that college, honor him in your academics and guess what you're doing god's will for your life yep and if god's not there you got to bring him there there you go yeah it's uh one final question i'll throw out here um when what about for someone who doesn't have time again i'm going to use air quotes here doesn't have time oh gross i just threw up (laughs) in my mouth a little bit (laughs) 
Get that crap out of here. <laughs> That's what I would say. That would be my answer. I would say make time immediately. How am I going to do that? I mean, because I've got homework. Let's be let's be real. I've got homework. I've got to do all this stuff that my school tells me I got to do. And I've got a girlfriend, and that doesn't leave me a whole lot of extra time. And uh, I'm still living with my parents, and they just don't let me do anything. And oh, you know what? I've got to go to this midnight showing of a Marvel movie, and now I'm really super tired, and I can't wake up on time. What about that person? Here's the reality. You spend your time, you spend your money, you put your energy and your efforts and your resources into what you value. Mm -hmm. So do you value spending time with the Lord? If yes, then then what does that look like? It means you carve out time to be with Him. You're... You're intentional. You, you're intentional to hang out with your girlfriend or boyfriend. You're intentional to go eat dinner. <laughs> you're intentional to carve out time and money to go see a Marvel movie. So you want to hear from the Lord, but you're not intentional about spending time with him? I don't know how you would do that without being intentional. Yeah, so, I agree. And I agree I, with and that. It's where you place your value. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally second that. Um, and then just on a practical level, something that helped me is, uh, there's an app. I know all y'all have smartphones and probably all have Apple products, but there's an app called word alert and it's not a compensated endorsement, but it could be (laughs) word alert. If you'd like to sponsor our podcast and you can set on here what time the alert comes in. So mine comes in at 6 45 AM every morning. And it sends me one verse. So just for an example, Philippians 4, 7 is March 11th's verse of the day. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that takes practically 12 seconds to read, depending on how fast or slow you read. And your phone automatically sends you an alert, just like your Snapchat just sends you an alert to renew your streaks. So... There you go. I don't, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't either, but whatever. That's why we have Colin here. That's right. To talk Colin's about streaks. Us, Colin's keeping us in touch with the with the student population. <laughs> I try my best. But that is good, right? Uh, you know, another point. We don't have to spend hours and hours every day reading Scripture to get Scripture into us. Um, maybe there are those busy days. Getting that one verse into you is a whole lot better than getting nothing, you know. Um, Bible Gateway is also a pretty good resource, and, you know, just these different platforms that have verse of the days and and different things like this or uh, Bible reading plans, whatever it may be, um, you know, I would definitely encourage you. Do something practical. Just do something, as Tyler was saying, and maybe Mm -hmm. that thing that you do is you download the app. What did you say that was again? Word alert. The word alert. Maybe what you do in response is you download the word alert, and that gives you one Bible verse every single day. Start there. Do now, it. If it stays one verse a day for the rest of your life, well, we may have some other things that you know may need to be addressed, but that's a great place to start. I like it. We try to be practical around here. It's a, it's a good place to be. Well, you want to hear a Guinness World Record that's not very practical? Let's do it. All right, folks. This week's Guinness World Record update is... Brought to you by 
the, the Guinness World Record. Guinness World Record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, the fastest person to visit every country in the world. Can we please try to break that record? Fastest, hold it, say that again. Well, the the fastest, the, the person was the fastest to visit every country in the world. It's a 27-year-old lady out of Connecticut. She set off on July 24th of 2015, and she completed her ambitious project on February 2nd, 2017. So it took her a year and a half. Every country and in the world. And she visited every single country in the world. I would love to know how you fund an adventure like this. GoFundMe. No, I'm just kidding. Podcast. <laughs> Go fund Podcast. my extended vacation around the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is what we've come to in 2019. How about, uh? well, no, I can't say that. <laughs> How many countries are there in the world? What are I we don't even know. Let's here? ask Google. Google, please tell us. Uh, I would love to try to break that record. I'm just going to go on record right now and say that. <laughs> so if anybody does want to sponsor us attempting to break that record, hit us up. You would need to have won the lottery. <laughs> Maybe multiple lotteries. Yep. Uh, it says 195 countries. Hmm. And Gordo does not count as one of them. Oh. Uh, already got that one. Already got that one down. So. Well, there you go. So, uh, if anybody else there out there wants to break a record, go find something else because we're going to shoot for this here in the next couple of years. After Colin graduates his. Uh, PTA school after Tyler's kid gets a little older than six months. And I don't know, after I finish doing whatever it is I'm doing right now, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll shoot for it. So, all right, let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. It's done. We'll, uh, we'll wait till next week to do this all over again. As always, uh, hit us up on the socials Instagram, Fluent Grace Podcast, Facebook, Fluent Grace Podcast. Twitter at Fluent Grace Pod or the old email address Fluent Grace Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, shoot us a question. Um, anything that you've got, want to know about, whether it's related to scripture, uh, God, Jesus, religion, or zoo animals, right? Whatever it is. Or crystal burgers. Crystal How do they burgers. They taste so good and yep. look so gross. <laughs> There you go. If you have questions like that, hit us up, and we would love to talk about it on a future episode. So that's what we got. Gooses. We out.